Hey, this is Wilson. No Jason this week as always. What's up, Galvis? What's going on? Wilson, what's popping? Nothing much, man. So um, in this week's episode, um, we're going to get into, get into the, uh, the name, image, and likeness era of NCAA sports. Um, you have uh, high-profile players in college football you know, who are already uh, signing endorsement deals. Uh, we're going to talk about Nick Saban uh, and what he had to say about Bryce Young, uh, who's expected to be Alabama's next starting quarterback, uh, signing a deal for almost worth it. You know, he's already making about a million dollars. Um, then we're going to get into Space Jam 2. Uh, which debuted at number one at the box office, a great triumph for LeBron James. And at the end, we're going to talk about the NBA Finals, which uh, the Milwaukee Bucks have a chance to close out tonight at home in game six. But first, let's get into the uh, the NIL, um, which was passed, I think it was earlier this year. Um, uh, and it gives uh, you know college athletes uh, the opportunity to make money off of their name image and likeness um this week uh nick saban um was at the texas high school coaches associations convention on it was on tuesday and he uh he said that uh bryce young a sophomore is due to make ungodly numbers i'm reading it off of espn.com alex uh, scarborough wrote this report uh, it says while uh, saban wouldn't divulge the specifics of the deals young had signed Saban said he, the total compensation is almost seven figures. Uh, quote, and it's like the guy hasn't even played yet, Saban said, according to The Athletic. But that's because of our brand. Um, Young signed deal to be represented by Creative Arts Agency on July 2nd, the day after the NCAA allowed athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness. Um, you know, for me personally, Galvez, I, um, when, I, when I first, you know, when it first became apparent uh, that this was probably going to happen, uh, which mm-hmm. was like, you know, uh, maybe a couple of years ago, it was uh, just a matter of, of when, not if. Right. And at first I was like, you know, I don't know, because I felt like it might change the actual feeling. Of, yeah, the feel of college sports, which, you know, you, the, I mean, that, you know, if I, it's kind of like, I mean, if I want to watch players who are getting played, I'll watch, you know, I'll watch pro sports, you know. Uh, well, that's part, you know, but you don't, but you, don't, you don't not watch them because you're not like, oh, I'm going to watch these kids because they don't get paid. No, That's the reason why, why but... the reason why it's different is because it's college. The the fans, the rivalries, it means more. You know, in in foot in the NFL, it's more of a business thing, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. I I don't I don't want to watch a a business. I I watch it for you know those reasons that you said, and you know, I was and I was afraid that you know if players started getting paid, that it might somehow take away from the field that you get when you watch college sports, which seem, you know, college sports are innocent, you know. Um, but, you know, now that it's here, I, I mean, I just think it's kind of interesting. In a way, I think it's kind of fun just because it has shaken things up. And, you know, it will be, you know, it's like, I mean, I just I imagine 15 years ago or, you know, uh, you know, you know, Reggie Bush, you know, I mean, he actually played his last game January 2006. But, you know, during that, that era, being able to turn on a you know a commercial, turn on the TV and see Reggie Bush promoting you know whatever it might be Gatorade or you know whatever whatever was you know at the time there was or even like, something or even something local like um, Felix Chevrolet or something. Yeah, you know, no? I mean that would have been pretty cool, but so you know I mean I, I'm okay with it, but you know I guess it's probably not until the games start 
the real yeah. problem, the real problem is going to be in the recruiting. So mm-hmm. here's the thing, right? In the NFL or in the NBA, you actually have to be good to give somebody money. Like Nick Saban said, he hasn't played a game, a down. We don't know how good he's going to be. Um, so the, the, they're just promoting him because everybody follows Alabama. They're always on ESPN. They have their own, they have their own network. You know, they sell out 100,000 fans a game. And so are they marketing the players or are they just marketing the, the, the brand that they're, sell, that, that they're uh, promoting, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, uh, you said Bryce Young, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows who he is. He's not a huge name, right? He's not mm-hmm. a guy that, like, he's not like a, a Trevor Lawrence or even a Mac Jones, right? Like, you mm-hmm. have to be a hardcore college football fan to know who Bryce Young is. They're paying Alabama, mm-hmm. you know? To, they're paying the kid because he, he plays for Alabama. Coaches mm-hmm. might get a little salty because that was the money that was going to them. Mm-hmm. But now it's going to the players. Mm-hmm. And obviously, who it really hurts, to be honest with you, is the, is the, is the mid-tier programs. Like Boise State, or uh, who else is who else is like on the tier of Boise State, like a, a Washington or a Washington Iowa. State, Iowa. You know, before if a four or five star recruit wanted to go there, they could. But now, all these players they're going to want to market themselves now, and they're going to be like, "Well, why am I going to go to Boise State?" Mm-hmm. If if they're really that good, now if they're like a one, a two, or a three star recruit, then that's that's different. But when you're going to these four or five star recruits, it's really going to hurt the mid tier programs because who the hell is going to give them all that money and they're playing at Boise State? Yeah, well, or you know, I mean, it could it, you know it could go the other way, and it could be kind of like how it is now, and you know, in basketball where you know. Once upon a time, you would go to the the big, uh, you know, you go to L.A. or New York if you wanted to be a big star, mm-hmm. mainly L.A. And now it's not like that because you can make money anywhere, you know. Uh, so maybe it'll, you know, maybe it'll be. I like know, that. but but remember, the businesses are paying you because of the program you go to, not because of the type of player you are. If Bryce, okay. Let's just for argument's sake, argument's sake, Bryce Young is going to get a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. If he goes to Iowa, if he goes to Boise State, he's not making a million dollars. I guess not. I mean, you're, you're probably right. You know, he's not. Um, and, I, I mean, and I was going to say another way I look at it though is like, think about the guys who that Boise State is used to having, which is not the four and five star guys usually. You know, maybe a, you know, maybe a three-star guy, you know, who played really well, or you know, maybe, maybe I don't know. I'm not a Boise State recruiting expert. Maybe they got a, you know, a four-star who just wanted to be a big fish in a small pond. You know, um, but yeah. you know, just think about it, if they, you know, if it's some homegrown kid who's from, you know, who's from Idaho, and he goes to Boise State, just think about how big of a star he can be. You know, in, in any football town where there's not much else going on. You know. 
Um, and he's, you know, he's on, like you said, the local uh, uh, endorsement deals, you know, uh, where he's, you know, is, you know, some quarterback in the Midwest somewhere and he's on TV, you know, it's going to, you know, I mean, it's going to be like, you know, like, like being in high school and like a, some small high school uh, town and you're playing college, you know, college, high school, college football, like, you know, in Friday Night Lights and you're the biggest stars in town because there's not much going on. Uh, you have to think of it like that. I mean, I, I mean, uh, um, I mean, that's just that's another possibility. I think something to think about is how much it might boost the profile uh, of players that, you know, yeah, um, uh, at this, like you said, those mid those mid tier uh, type of uh, uh, programs. Um, Honestly, I could I, I don't give a fuck about any of those players. The happiest thing for me is that we're finally going to get NCAA football back. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the road to glory, the recruiting. Um, for those of you who don't know, that's like the Madden, but for college football. And that was actually a lot more fun. Uh, a, a better video game. But it also goes to show, like, you know, what about players like Reggie Bush? Like you said, like, who I really think it's going to benefit is players like Jimmy Clausen, Brady Quinn, Matt Liner. These players that they might not be great quarterbacks and they're able to cash out or cash in right away. Like, mm-hmm. for example, Jimmy Clausen, Brady Quinn, right? Did you know there were going to be flops in the NFL? You could kind of um, see it, right? You could kind of like. Well, looking back not, on it, it's not surprising. It's, Let's put it. That it's way. not surprising, right? <laughs> yeah. And even and even at the moment, you didn't think Jimmy Clausen was going to come in and be Aaron Rodgers, right? I don't remember. But, you but, know, I remember. You know, because those were Jimmy Clausen was a California quarterback, so I remember when he was in high school. So I may have had a you know a skewed perception of him. You know, uh, but it just, I mean, I don't really remember what I thought about Jimmy Clausen at the time. Uh, but like I said, looking back on it now, it doesn't yeah. surprise me, you know. Exactly. And so you can kind of say now, like, you know, this is better. USC. Now, I mean, they got to have talent agents at these recruiting trips now. Mm-hmm. Did they say what are the rules for, for recruiting now that they can basically make money. Like, can they mention how much they can make? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know all the the nooks and crannies of it. You can know? you imagine? Like, you can have Will Farrell, Denzel Washington, go to these USC recruiting trips and be like, come to USC, man. You know? I can put you in movies. I can put you in commercials. I can endorse you. But can they you do know, that? Um, I, I, I think so. It seems like it. I mean, what, what's it? Once you can make, I mean, I guess you can't, you, you can't like necessarily just say, all right, I'll pay you $500,000 if you, if you come to, 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 to USC. Right? But, you can, but you can give that money to a company and have the company give it to him, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, it, that's going to be another, you know, who knows, you know, but, yeah. but it's just, I mean, it's like you said, you know, it may, I mean, it made me think about it, you know, uh, just imagine you're, you're a student at Alabama, you know, and you see Bryce Young walking on campus, you know, and you go, 
you don't just go wireless price when you go yeah wireless price young he's like a millionaire already you know and he might pull up to school in a freaking lamborghini or a porsche or something like that yeah you know and yeah. it's and, and, but that but that was not i mean what made college football follow college football was the fact that you know Herschel walker and barry sanders and you know whoever you want to think about adrian peterson you know any of these people uh, supposedly, you know, uh, it was, it, it's, the way it's supposed, it was supposed to be, who knows if it was true or not. That these were just, broke, that these were yeah. broke kids and they still had to go to college and yeah. class. And they were like, still like everybody else, but. Exactly. They're walking around campus, they have these now, superstar athletes and it's like, well, they're just like us. You know, that gets okay. going to, ch- it'll change the feel, you know. Yeah, but when you watch the games, you didn't think of that though. Come on. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make. It, I, don't, I don't know. Like I said, I have to wait and see how I feel when the games begin. You know, um, but now, okay. See, in basketball, you have the G League, right? You can go mm-hmm. play overseas. When it comes to the NCAA and football, what other options did the college kids have? None. They don't have any other options. You think they could have gone to the XFL? It's not an option. Yeah. But they couldn't do it just for basketball, though, huh? They would have to do it for everybody? Do what? Make it so where um, if you get paid. Like, why did they change the rule all of a sudden? Because there was so much pressure. Coming yeah, but from- they didn't have. They even had the frick, you know, like, I mean, you had the, the government involved because on the on the surface, I mean, like, just like, I mean, uh, constitutionally, it kind of it kind of never made sense that these schools were making all this money on these athletes and the athletes weren't making a dime. I mean, they but, you know, but at the same time, they were getting they were getting scholarships, you know. Um, yeah, but so, the problem is that that scholarship only matters to 99% of the kids that aren't going to go pro. Like, somebody like Zion. Oh, yeah, Zion, we're paying you in a scholarship. What the fuck do I need a scholarship for, bro? I'm about, I'm about to go to the NBA. I'm about to make millions and millions and millions of dollars. What do I need a scholarship for? You know? Mm-hmm. Why, like, any other of these quarterbacks. Why did um, Trevor Lawrence need a, a scholarship? Everybody knows he was going to the NBA. Now, unless there's like a catastrophic injury, then that's different. But, you know, but they're not paying them in actual money. They're paying them in, in a scholarship. But isn't that, that is, a fair trade? Not really, because they don't have, they don't have an option to d- decline. Like if you go to USC... What? Now, okay, that's like somebody tell. That's like my job right now, telling me, David, we're not gonna pay you in cash. What we're gonna do is we're gonna pay you in the food and food, so that way you have food to eat. Well, you know what I'm you, saying? You 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 play football, right? Okay, and you want to go and you want to play for a major university, you know, for any you know Division One university. So that you can have a chance to play in the NFL and make millions of dollars, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna get, you know, if the if the if the tuition is twenty thousand dollars 
a year. But but Wilson, I mean, think about how Wilson, much, think about okay. how, but think about, I'm, 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 I'm agreeing. With, think about how much mo- much more money exactly. these guys are bringing to, <laughs> to Jay, the schools in twenty thousand dollars a year. Jay Billis said it best. I don't remember who was the first. Qu- oh, Johnny Manziel. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Billis said it. He goes, "I can go on the t- the team website and buy a jersey that says number two, and everybody knows it's Johnny Manziel, but because it doesn't say Manziel, I don't have to pay him a dime." That's the mm-hmm. problem. Like they're literally making hundreds of millions of dollars. And they're just going to pay you in scholarships that are just tax re- because most of these colleges, they're all um, public universities, hmm. except for like USC, Notre Dame, you know, uh, some other schools. Most of these are public universities. So, you know, like I said, that's like, you know, me, my, me, making my company millions of dollars. And they're going to say, we're going to pay you in food. And, oh, by the way, the food is going to be, uh, we're just going to give you uh, loaves of bread and some bologna. Yeah, like, you know, Cam Newton, that one year at Auburn, uh, you know, the, the, the in-state tuition at, at, uh, at Auburn is, eight, is almost 9000 The out-of-state is 18000 you know. But Cam Newton made Auburn, I mean, <laughs> yeah. how much money did Cam Newton make Auburn that year? You know, at least at least fifty to a hundred million. Yeah. At least. <laughs> so, now, you know. also, the it's going to get very interesting to see where, just like the NBA, just like in the NFL, where's the limit? Is there a limit? Because, uh, Bryce Young got a million dollars. Now let's say, uh, a generational talent comes in. Who was the last great high school quarterback? And I'm talking about not just numbers-wise, where he was actually a star, like everybody knew him. I'm not sure. Who was it? Because uh, they said Kyler Murray was probably one of the greatest Texas quarterbacks of all time, but you didn't really hear Kyler Murray's yeah, name. I, didn't know when, Murray was when he was um, I guess we could say, was it Trevor Lawrence? No. We didn't really know about Trevor Lawrence. It's, Mark, it's hard. Would it be would it be Mark Sanchez? No, I don't. I don't think so. Everybody knew Mark Sanchez, but when he was in high school, though. Yeah. Oh, Matt Barkley. Remember, he was a Gatorade Player of the Year. Yeah, Matt Barkley was a big name. Yeah. But okay, so let's say there's a Matt Barkley coming in. If next year, obviously he's gonna have an agent, and he's gonna say, "Look at what Bryce Young." Look, they gave him a million dollars, but look at this guy. Better looking. He's got a bigger social media following. People know him. We want 1.1 mil because we think he's worth more than Bryce Young. Right? Yeah. And then every recruit that's now coming in, they're going to want just to, I mean, at some point, dude, especially with inflation and all that, I think within five to 10 years, these college quarterbacks are going to start making. You know, close to two to three million, which is crazy to think of, right? Yeah, you know, and you're gonna be okay with that. I, I, what, what do I care? <laughs> doesn't affect me in any way. Right? <laughs> doesn't bother me, bro. 
And then also, but but why why would it bother me? Like, because if they don't get the money, who's keeping all the money? These rich, wealthy white dudes, old white dudes that I'm that, just saying. These, like, listen, see, because you're thinking of it like like Self. an old head. You're thinking of it like an old head, like the pageantry, yeah. the the um, you know, when I watch USC football, dude, the last thing I think of is. Wow, this guy must have like a car worse than mine. But that's what makes college football. No, come on, bro. That you know, you're delusional, bro. You're delusional. Well, uh, I'm not thinking about USC. I'm thinking about the SEC. You know, watching that Alabama, watching that Iron Bowl, watching Bama LSU. It's like, you know what? but you know what? I'm 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 surprised nobody did this before, where they boycott the games. Because they're not getting paid, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, it's going to be interesting. The recruiting, them, especially USC, they're in LA. Like in the SEC, everything's out there. You got Alabama, LSU, Florida, Georgia, um, Texas, Oklahoma, Ohio State. Like USC's on on an island, bro. And these these people that want them to endorse, what do you think they want to endorse? In Ohio State? In Columbus, Ohio? Or Tuscaloosa, Alabama? Or in Los Angeles, California? Right? Maybe that'll be, maybe that'll be the, the cheat code that Clay Health needs to yeah. actually, like, you know, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll should just come back and 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 bring all his, you know. Remember, remember those days where fucking Snoop Dogg is playing catch with Reggie Bush, and Denzel's right there talking to Matt Liner on the sideline during the game, bro. Yeah, those are my, those are some of the, those are the best years of my life, man. Um, but Gallows, uh, so. You said that you haven't seen Space Jam yet, right? No. Right. So I, when it dropped on, uh, for, I think it was Friday night, um, mm-hmm. I turned, you know, I, I have HBO Max. So, I, you know, I, uh, I, I turned it on. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I just kind of, you know, it got to the point where I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't keep my, it couldn't keep my attention. So it was just on. I was just doing other stuff. And then yesterday I went back to it. Uh, it was last night, and I was watching it. And it was the part where at the uh, you know it's like this. It was, I started watching right at the point where they went into halftime, and you know in the first in the first Space Jam movie it was the same thing, where the uh, the Toon Squad the the Looney Tunes were losing. Okay, and, but okay, now is this a movie review or what are we going to talk about? I just I just want to I just want I'm just setting something up. Let's let's, I, talk, let's talk about the real issue right here because you're gonna you're just gonna read the whole script or no no. let's talk about the real issue here the real issue is that there's lebron haters out there and they're gonna say that this sucked compared to the new one i mean to the old one right Mm -hmm. you even see pictures of the toon squad with jordan and the toon squad with lebron and the toon Mm -hmm. squad with jordan they look like uh with, with jordan they look like they were into the game they look like they were focused. And then there's a picture of LeBron's Toon Squad where they're like just out of sync. And people actually have the audacity to say even the Toon Squad knew who was better. 
bro, it's a fucking cartoon. It's a picture. Like, that's how far people have taken this. Yeah, Where people. It's, 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 it's a, like, people if are Jordan actually saying, <laughs> it's actually people saying, like, you go back to the first Space Jam, it was bad acting. It was cheesy, but it was great, right? Because it was ahead yeah. of its time. But yeah. if you go back, if you're going to be a harsh movie critic, then obviously it was, you know, it's never going to win an Oscar. And, yeah. there, and it's right. People will start to say, now all of, now, now you're going to see about a million movie critics all of a sudden criticizing LeBron's acting. And how, like, now, for example, the shoes, right? Jordan's iconic Space Jams, the 11s, versus LeBron's whatever these are. Obviously, the Jordans are more iconic. But people will actually say that the movie's better because of the shoes. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it literally has come down to a Jordan versus LeBron debate. Yeah. I was on, I was on, I said something on social media about, you know, I was basically saying that it's a, it's a win for LeBron because, uh, you know, it's still, uh, the pandemic isn't fully over yet. And also, you know, it was on HBO Max, it was, you know, so it was available for streaming. And, you know, I said it's a huge win for LeBron because it actually, uh, it, LeBron's open to a, a higher debut than Jordan's did numbers-wise. And there was this guy who goes, he goes, you know, well, I guess somebody's never heard of inflation. And he goes, not to, not to mention that Jordan's uh, open in 1,500 less theaters. And it's like, bro, I was, I'm not trying to pit them against one another, you know? It's not even like that. But that's how people look at it, you know? It's, the, it's, the, it's like I said, uh, the, the stand-based wars, you know, the Jordan, the Jordan Hive against the LeBron Hive, you know. And that's how people are looking at this, like they look at everything else, you know. Um, but people take that stuff really seriously, man, that Jordan versus LeBron. It's like they take the Kobe versus LeBron stuff uh, very seriously. I'm sorry, the, the Kobe, yeah, the Kobe versus LeBron and the Kobe versus Jordan, you know. You know and it's like, even, so, even down to a freaking a cartoon you know, movie now, three D animated movie mixed with you know animated movie. You know, um, so it, it's it's insane. Uh, but like I was saying, the part that I saw, which is basically the end of the movie from halftime on, it was it was really entertaining. I was watching like, well, this is this is really good, you know. But uh, whenever you have Bugs yeah. Bunny and you have you know uh, Donald Duck and you know. I don't, I don't know all the characters' names. Also, you have Lola Bunny. But see, and, it, and, and, and this is what's crazy, right? This is mm-hmm. what's crazy. So, when Space Jam came out in what '96, mm-hmm. we were eight years old. Mm-hmm. We actually had a connection with cartoons, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, Disney. <laughs> eight, six to twelve-year-olds—they no longer have that connection anymore. So when we saw Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and whatever, it meant something. Nowadays, it doesn't really mean as much because these kids didn't grow, don't grow, didn't grow up with cartoons the way we did. Mm-hmm. The only time kids watch cartoons now is when the parents put it on so they can shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. That's it. Once they become like five, six, they start going on to other stuff. Back then, that's all we had. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have Facebook. We we literally had to. It was, car, cartoons weren't available to us whenever we wanted them. Mm-hmm. It was only in the morning. So when it did come out, it meant something. Nowadays, you know, they just got to go on YouTube or Netflix or, or whatever. Yeah, you, know? you make a good point because the kids who grew up watching cartoons, 
a lot of them still watch cartoons. You know, yeah, like a lot of kids. A lot I can, of I can watch yeah. Tom and Jerry. I can watch Tom and Jerry all day. I love Tom and Jerry. I yeah. can watch Ninja Turtles. I can go watch the the Bugs Bunny shit. But kids nowadays, I'm telling you, the only time kids watch cartoons now is when the parents put it on so they can shut the fuck up because they're crying. Yeah, the like parents Sponge, don't wanna... SpongeBob is such a popular meme, and and that's a popular meme amongst adults. You know, people yeah. who grew up watching that show. And some of them, mm-hmm. they, they still watch the show, you know? Yeah. Um, hey, Arnold. Hey, Arnold. Yeah. Doug. Rugrats. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the list goes on. Rocket Power. The list goes on and on and on. Hey, Arnold, if you if you go back, well, try to go back and watch Hey Arnold cartoons. They're very dark, dude. The Hey Arnold cartoon is really dark for a kid. You yeah. know, like, you remember, you remember Chocolate Boy? No. I'm here. Arnold. Okay, so there was a kid that was obsessed with chocolate. He was like, you talk, you talk, and he had chocolate all over his mouth. That's a crackhead. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they lived in the hood, and it was like, it was pretty crazy, man. But I know we're going a little off topic. You know, that's but, um, I just, it's to your point, that's something that we've learned since we've been adults is that, you know, like, like a show like, like South Park, they just put it right in front of you, like, they don't try to disguise it. But those old cartoons always would disguise different, like adult things in there yeah. uh, in those shorts. And we were when we were kids, we just didn't we didn't get it. Just went over our heads, you know. So. Exactly. And so that's why kids nowadays, um, you know, they don't they don't have that emotional connection with um, with the cartoons, right? It's like okay, so you go on MySpace or you go on Instagram. My bad, you go on Instagram, right? And you see all these NBA pages, and they tell you like who the greatest of all time or whatever. They'll they might they'll mention Jordan, they might mention Bird, and they might mention Magic, but that's mm-hmm. it. They don't mention Oscar Robertson. They don't mention Will Chamberlain. They don't mention uh, Jerry West. Um, who else from the seventies and eighties? They don't mention like Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the people that are running these sports pages, they're no older than 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I don't know the history. And, and, and those, exactly. And those are the people that are criticizing this Jordan LeBron Space Jam. Yeah, I saw somebody just, somebody was saying, <laughs> I saw somebody said that it was a, they had a big coupon. Somebody said that, uh, that, um, that John Stockton wouldn't have been able to play in the Drew League. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly, dude. I mean, it's just it's so like, bro, John, like, oh, are you guys crazy? You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, these guys were savages. John Stockton, Larry Bird, yeah. Chris and the Mullins, thing is, and the thing McHale. is, these guys, these guys, they weren't flashy and athletic, but they knew how to play the game the right way. And they were and they were hella physical, dude. In today's NBA, who knows if, like, you know, the the new guys could take their physicality. But um, speaking of Space Jam, real quick, Wilson, if you had to assemble, since we already did basketball, if you had to assemble an NFL team to face the, um, what were they called? The Goon Squad, right? Mm -hmm. Who would you put, real quick, as quarterback? I would just pick Brady. Brady, okay. And then at running back? You talking about all time? Right no, now. to right now to to, no, right to, now. Defeat, no, no, no. to defeat the it, goon squad. It would be Mahomes. Okay. If you were to make uh, a movie right now, so okay, it'd be right now. 
It'd be Mahomes, Saquon. Sure. I don't know about Saquon. Uh, Who else? Kamara? It's hard, it's hard to say. No, Derrick Henry. Ooh, okay. Yeah, because you need power. Derrick Henry. Okay, and then two receivers. You would obviously go with... Um, Odell? No. Why? Because remember, because you also have to think you're making a movie, bro. You're making a movie, so you need some characters in there. You need to, you know, you need to put in a somebody who you think will oh, play a good role. Oh, you it had to be a movie. Exactly. Not just yeah, because why would I try to think of it like it was real? Like you said, yeah, you're, you're, try, you're, ca- you're <laughs> casting the movie, so they yeah, obviously have to, they have to be good. They have to be good, but they also have to have a little bit of flair to them, you know. Pe- you know, so I will put Odell. And maybe um, I will put. Um, I don't know. There's really no more divas in the NFL anymore. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, I, I would. I would. So I would go back and pick. I would have Brady, and probably Saquon and, and Odell, like you said. You know. Um, yeah. But you know, in this, in this movie, this in this. Uh, in this um, movie, the, the the second Space Jam, the Goon Squad was uh, was other NBA players and like Diana Taurasi. Yeah, it wasn't. See, and that's the problem. They made LeBron James look bad because I saw one where it said, "See, Jordan didn't need help. LeBron had to cast an All Star team to beat the Goon Squad. Jordan did it by himself." I'm like, dude, it's a fucking movie. Come on, <laughs> you know, Jordan did it with Bugs at the one, Daffy at the two. You know, and you know LeBron had to assemble like an all star no, or whatever. But Galvis, no, the the goon squad had Anthony Davis and Dame. But why are you telling Clay- me though? Why? What do you mean? I you, haven't uh, seen, I haven't seen the movie, idiot. Wow, you just ruined the sport. I thought they were on LeBron's team. No. Ah, oh. Galvis. <laughs> Anyways, right you know what? You know who I saw at the movies? Who? I mean, at the mall yesterday, I saw Aaron Donald. Really? Yeah. How, does he look? Does he look like somebody? He doesn't look be- that. He. Do, I mean, he obviously is big, but height wise, and like he just. Well, he had a sweater on, so I couldn't really tell. How much bigger was he than you? Because you're a pretty big guy. I. By the time I noticed it was him, he had already passed me. Like we crossed paths, but we were probably about five or six feet apart from each other. But he had a he had a bag, a Louis Vuitton bag. Like he had just bought that bag. What do you think happens tonight? It's game six in Milwaukee. The Bucks have a chance to close it out. If uh, it's close, if it's close, the Suns win. If Milwaukee jumps out to a huge lead, game over. So make a pick, though. Make a prediction. Uh, I want Phoenix, but I think, but I really think Bucks are going to win. I agree. Uh, I want. I, I wanted Chris Paul to win his first ring. But at this point, it's just, you know, it's, it's hard to, I mean, when your best players are six foot and six five, and the other team has a player like Giannis is six I have a question. Why don't they do a hack as Giannis? Are yeah, there rules against They might have now? to. They might but, have to. Yeah. And see, the thing is that Chris Paul said it. When Giannis missed the two free throws, you knew he was going to miss him. And he says, hell, even he knew, he knew we were going to miss him. There was yeah. no offensive re- there was no rebounders on the Suns team on that on that final free throw that that Giannis missed. You know? They got to they got to 
no easy baskets. You got to foul him, foul him hard, make sure it's clean so you don't get any um, flagrants. And if he has to shoot 20 to 25 free throws, then so be it, you know? Yeah, but, just, just to take them out of their out of their game, you know. But but you know what's crazy? A lot of people aren't talking about this. That was a really dirty play by Chris Paul, though. Giannis is already in the air, and Chris Paul is basically trying to push him. I mean, bro, mm-hmm. if he if he wasn't that strong, and he gets pushed in midair and he lands awkwardly, that's a really bad fall, dude. I think a lot of people yeah. let Chris Paul off the hook on that one. Yeah. Um. And then who? And then obviously Giannis wins the the Finals MVP, right? Of course, he's been. I mean, he hasn't had a single dud. It's just been it's been five straight. Did he play game one or no? He did, and that was he, he had 2017 that game, and that was the worst game he had. So he's and that's had, he was, so. yeah. I mean, he's it's crazy because the Bucks went from maybe not having Giannis to Giannis putting an all time Finals. Yeah performance where he's going to win finals MVP, mm-hmm. you know? And we both said it. The Bucks look done after game two. Yeah. But I think for the NBA's sake, hopefully it goes to seven games just because it'll be a lot more dramatic. But, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So before we get out of here, just a reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. The show is also on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and every other major podcatcher. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at TCP underscore pod and to like it on Facebook. Just search for the Complete Player Podcast. Send feedback and mailback questions to Wilson Report Redux at gmail.com. We are out. <laughs>